Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve. And I'm Obvious John. Obviously. All right, John, here we are. I'm, I'm excited. I uh, got lots of games to talk about. And, uh, you know, week three of college football, week two of the NFL. We're starting to know something about some teams. And uh, we've watched some TV and uh, we might want to talk about some of that. So where do you want to start, John? Uh, let's start with a little pop culture. A little pop culture. Right. So Blake Lively has a baby bump. Okay. <laughs> yep. I didn't know that, but I guess I was out of the loop on that one. Well, yeah, I, it's, it's, it, yeah, it was actually in my news feed this morning, uh, as well as having popped up a couple places on Twitter. So uh, I just thought I'd start with one and see if you were, you were on top of that. Not where I expected you to lead off. No, no, no. So did you see that Madonna and two of her children were in the front row? Uh, Tom, Tom Ford show someplace? <laughs> no, I missed that too. You missed that too. So when you said pop culture, John, what, what, what did you have? I figured you were going to talk about some TV that we've watched. Okay, wait, where do you want? Well, let's start with Blake Lively. Huh? I've been watching this series uh, with her husband, uh, Welcome to Wrexham. And uh, yeah, it, it's okay. It's kind of disappointing, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, we've, got it, we've got it recorded, so we keep talking about starting it, but then we realize that we have other stuff that we need to get caught up on, so then we do right. that. Right. Well, it's... I started it one night last week when uh, I was the only one who was going to actually view television. So, uh, and, and I'm, I am kind of caught up. I've been relying on on-demand to... Uh, and I they don't think they gave me the last episode yesterday, but uh, point is, uh, uh, as you know, and our listeners may not know if they're not up on such things. It's kind of a takeoff on Ted Lasso uh, that Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney, uh, for reasons that are never made clear, uh, by a uh, soccer team in Wales, in a small town of Wrexham in Wales. And uh, it's all about, it's a documentary about you know, how they're trying to upgrade the team. And so it's very Ted Lasso-esque. But of course, Ted Lasso without Ted Lasso or, uh, you know, Coach or uh, Roy Kent or uh, I could go on. You know, you just don't have the same funny characters, kind of the same shell of a story. But yeah. Of course, Ryan, Ryan and Rob are pretty funny in the bits when they're on, but uh, at times, but that's, yeah. Are uh, they are they on a lot or not? Are they all what? I mean, is it like really centrally focused around them? From what I've seen, it looks like it's a lot of it has to do with like the town. Right. And, they're, they're, so they're, they're, they're ta- yes, they, they go into the town, the history of the club, the people who work there. And of course, they hire several people who they talk to, you know, one to run the club, a couple people to run the club. They end up, uh, you know, hiring a coach. They end up, you know, spending big money on a on a a striker uh, after the end of the 
Well, they buy it towards the end of a season. So before the next season, they buy somebody's contract. So they're all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of more, it's much more detail on the sports kind of stuff with only a sprinkle of Rob and, and Ryan, mostly through Zoom, trying to get in, being involved. Although uh, they are now, uh, I'm up to episode eight, and they are actually in Wales for a game for the first time. So. Oh, so they're just now getting to their first game. Right. Okay. Uh, first game that they're at. Right. right. Okay. So that that's uh, that. There's a segue into one thing, which is kind of you know, what do we call that? Uh, my side uh, side gig, my side viewing. But uh, you know, the the big viewing, of course, has been uh, either House of Dragons or or Harry, uh, Resident Alien. And uh, yeah, I think you're caught up on dragons. I am caught up on dragons, and I'm only this week's episode behind on Resident Alien. Yeah, well, and Dragons has been, uh, uh, it's been fun. I, I, I'm glad, glad to be watching it. Uh, I I can uh, I can say, uh, uh, th- those who are really locked into the whole, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, you know, GRR Martin thing are probably not all that thrilled with bits and pieces, but I don't care. So. I agree. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's entertaining, that's all I care about. Right. Yeah. And it has the usual combination uh, of House and uh, House of Dragon. Uh, what I just do? Anyway, Game of Thrones kind of a uh, mix of uh, blood, gore, sex, backroom deceit, and uh, incest. Uh, yeah. And, 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 a, and a little bit of battle and a few battles, right? Yeah. Yeah. All done in bad blonde wigs. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, so you're enjoying it. Yeah. I, I think it's very entertaining. Um, you know, it, it is, like I said, like, you know, I don't really care about whether or not it's following these, the timeline of the books and this, that, and the other thing. It's, it's more about whether or not I enjoy what I'm watching. And so far I've enjoyed what I'm watching in, you know, you kind of pick up like they've, you know, who's going to be this little finger and it's, you know, or, you know, it looks like it's the, uh, the hand again. And, uh, who, who was unhanded, who was unhanded. Yeah. But, uh, the preview for this week looks like some shit's about to go down. And I guess according to my daughter that they're going to jump like 30 years into the future in like the next couple episodes, which I didn't, I didn't know. Did you know that? Uh, I haven't seen the previews. I thought I got a look that indicated that maybe the actresses changed. So I kind of, I kind of thought there was a jump forward. I didn't realize it was 30 years. We were going jump. Well, I don't don't know how many years, but yeah, this is like the last, this upcoming episode is, I think is one of the last ones with this set of actors. Ah, well, that would be a bummer if you were them. Yeah, yeah. Get in this, you know, big series and only have, what, five five episodes, five or six episodes? Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, the ones who hung on for the full series in, uh, in Game of Thrones uh, raked, as they say. Yeah, they're doing okay. Yeah, 
right yeah it's made several of them big stars right so there 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 is a house of dragons uh we might as well since they're going to pay us uh say that it is on hbo on sunday nights at nine uh and of course you can pick it up on uh, hbo max the next day right john yep yeah there you go there's our plug uh thank you hbo for that check um and and then uh there's resident alien which i'm not sure exactly where it's going uh but uh harry harry seems to be headed toward being trapped yeah this i mean it never ceases to entertain that show is just too funny uh, there there were lines i was repeating <laughs> to you last night it was right if i yeah the one that started with you know the the uh <coughs> Oscar's father's fishing and Harry's narrating and says, fish sure are dumb, you know, that, uh, you know, that they will grab a worm off a hook. Of course, if I was swimming around and saw a pizza on a hook, I could not resist either. So I guess I understand. It's like, yeah, Harry, we've seen you with food, man. So, yeah. The, uh, the constant battle of wits between him and the kids, I think, are, highly entertaining you know he's supposed to be this supremely intelligent being right, right. <laughs> the girl just constantly has him flustered well, well so that, so there's a little max does yeah too. yeah yeah i the the uh the mayor and his wife have gotten to be uh fairly hilarious too so yeah uh, they're they're back and forth and they, they are not on the same side about putting in a resort in town and uh, yes, that's been been quite funny too, and they they've been very sarky, sarky back and forth. So, uh, yeah, uh, so so a lot a lot of fun stuff on on Resident Alien. So we got a couple of good things going in terms of series, and of course next week, John, are you ready, John? What's next week? The the, the opening of Andor. Oh, what's Andor? Andor is the new Star Wars series from Disney Plus. Oh, who's this supposed to revolve around? The guy, the guy from Rogue One, the pilot. Okay. What's whatever his name is is back. You know the guy who dies. Well, spoiler alert, uh, dies in the end with uh, what is her name? Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and but but you know it's his backstory. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, the, the rebellion, you know, him as a younger man and all the things he's done for the rebellion. Because remember, there there is a speech in a couple different places about all the people who died to get that chip that they put in C, uh, uh, R2-D2 in the very first movie. And I guess he's been involved in, you know, whatever operations they've done. So... There we go. And it looks really, the preview, the trailer looks really good. Yes. There you go. There's our plug. Thank, yeah. you, Dis- thank you, Disney, for that check. Uh, or, Disney, you can just, never mind that check. You can just keep giving me free uh, Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for a few years. Yeah. The uh, So, one thing I've checked out and you know, I never, I still haven't finished Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. It's uh, kind of worn out on me. 
and I watched a couple episodes of She-Hulk. Oh. And it's not very good either. So what what was the first one you said? The Kamala Khan, uh, Marvel. I, 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 don't, I haven't even seen that. I think I started an episode of She-Hulk and and yeah, it did not yeah. Did yeah. not hook me right off the bat, which I, I didn't think it would. So but I, I just thought I would sample at some point when I was sitting here flicking through channels, right? Yeah, it's I mean I'm I might watch more of it just because she's kinda cute, but other than that, probably not. And I know I remember the actress was somebody I knew from something, but can you remind me who she is? I don't really know who she is. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we will, we will push on. Uh, we will not do our typical thing and look on places as we talk, trying to figure out who she is. Uh, I have, I looked into 10 college games for this week and five pro games so I have a lot to talk about, John. And by the way, I picked a game I didn't look into uh, for Pigskin Mania. Uh, so I have lots to talk about, but maybe we should go back to last weekend, huh, John? Okay. Yeah. What do you remember from last weekend? Uh, and we will not talk about Sunday night yet. Yeah. So we're talking about, we want to start with college football? Is that what right. we're going to Yeah. Okay. You, uh, hmm. I feel like I didn't watch a lot of college football. I did watch, okay, because this is a Nebraska fan podcast. Of course, of course, I watched the end. Of, yeah, got you on that one, right? Um, yep. Uh, I, I did watch the fourth quarter of the Nebraska uh, Georgia Southern game uh, for various reasons and. Uh, shit, man. They should they they should beat a team like Georgia Southern without much trouble, and they got beat at home. And of course, our our favorite coach Scott Frost lost his job, which I I guess teams get a little bit of a bump off of a, a change of coach in midseason. But I I, I just I yeah not even hardly not even hardly midseason. They're only three games into the season. Right. Well, I, I guess, you know, there was talk about him not getting on the plane back from Dublin, but I guess he, <laughs> he I guess he did and then wished he hadn't, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah not not a good four plus years for Scotty. Although uh I he gets to go you know, kinda like Coach O, he'll we'll have pictures of him laying next to a blonde saying, Oh, I don't miss it, right? <laughs> I don't know what his, I haven't heard what his buyout is of you. Uh, no, but I, I do know I you know it, my my son uh, in a in a tweet in a text that I know you got if you didn't remember reading uh, the buyout was a lot smaller if they waited till October one. So yeah, I heard that. That's I think crazy. I think it got cut in half uh, as of October one. So that's kind of like you can't wait two weeks, you know. But I guess. Whoever thought they were pulling the trigger wanted to pull the trigger. So, so there's Nebraska football in a nutshell. Uh, I, yes, and I watched uh, the end of the Notre Dame game just for Sean. Yeah, that was uh, not good for the Domers, huh? 
No, they got outplayed. Got outplayed and outcoached, I think. Well, well, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's hard watching the game. Sometimes you think about coaching and everything, and you don't know how much is coaching. But in terms of execution, yeah. I've heard multiple people talk about Marshall ran the ball down their throat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, isn't Notre Dame supposed to have better athletes? Uh, and especially, you would think they would have a a plethora of big guys to stand up to a running attack. But it was like Marshall was like, "Oh no, we got we got a line though, and push you around, and we're getting five yards a, a carry." You know, there you go. So, yeah, yeah, the one kid had 163 yards on 31 rushes. That's a pretty good average. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good game, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, I can't claim that I, I think that was disappointing, but I understand why it is disappointing to Notre Dame fans. And uh, yeah, now you got to think instead of the over and under, you're starting to think about how many games could they lose if they play like that, right? Yeah. And they lost their they lost their starting quarterback, which. I think everybody thinks he's better than the guy who's coming in, so uh, that can't help. Well, the guy they got in his backup is that he just came in, came over, right? Wasn't he a transfer? Uh, or no? uh, you, you, you've mistaken me for Josh. Who, okay. Uh, yeah. And and no, I wouldn't know. But yes, it, uh, and I I heard people say that Buckner ran better than. And I've forgotten the guy's name already. Uh, and uh, so they, they will probably have fewer plays with kind of RPOs or quarterback rollout kind of thing because he's less of a runner than Buckner, who I guess separated his shoulder or something. So he might be back for later in the year. But, yeah. Yeah, it did not look good on the sideline with him standing there kind of, you know, tilted to his left. You know, it's like, yeah, I, that's not a good look. No. Right. So uh, off the top of my head, those are the ones I, I remember. Well, being where I am in Houston. Oh, I got... right. oh, oh, yes. There was the great, great hope game, right? Yes. The the uh, one point defeat for Texas, which was a victory for most UT fans. There were actually people driving around in their golf carts with the hook and horn sign up. They were quite, <laughs> they were quite, quite proud of their loss. Oh, well, well, I, and I heard somebody say this, that, that it will be interesting. They have a kind of a game we're going to talk about, or at least I, it's on my list of 10. Um, they have a game this weekend that they might have to pay attention to. And it's going to be interesting to see what the after effect of last Saturday Exactly. Right. Are they thinking they're hot shit and 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 so forth, and that might get to them? Or it's classic UT letdown right there. They have this great game against you know a powerhouse, hold them to twenty points, almost win. Cut actually should have won to be honest with you. And then they're going to turn around and and literally shit the bed next week. This week, I bet. I would not be in the least bit surprised if they, they lose this game. Okay. So, anyways, so your, back, your, back your, your Yahoo account has UTSA in this game, huh? Yep. I got the uh, the Roadrunners, who yeah. were my lock of the week last week, and they 
they covered by a whole half point for me. They did. But it was a win. Yeah, you, you know you know what they say about <laughs> half points, John? They, what? What, what do they say a, about a, a, a half point? A half point still a win, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly so, right. But, but yes, the uh, I guess there is a long-standing kind of stat that the week after playing Alabama teams uh, often uh, regress, uh, having been beaten up and and the emotional thing. And so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Obviously, we're kind of talking about now they're playing uh, Texas, uh, San Antonio, the guy who plays quarterback for San uh, Texas, San Antonio, I think is uh, a Texan who is dying to play in Austin in the big stadium. So, um, uh, I, I, I think they might be ready for the prime time. And so, uh, the Longhorns had better be ready. And I'm with you. I really like, uh, I've got the screen up. Uh, it was 12 and a half early. It's still 12 and a half. It got down to 11, but today on Yahoo, it's 12 and a half. I don't know who Yahoo uses. I'll probably do like I did last week and look it up while we're sitting here. But anyway, the, the Yahoo line, which actually tells you what's happened over the week, uh, it's moved quite a bit, but it's back to 12 and a half. So I'm taking Utsa and 12 and a half, as you say, the Roadrunners, which is a great, great mascot. Yeah. yeah, they have cool uniforms too. I like their, they got like the little, Roadrunner on their shoulder pads. Well, that's and that Harris. I tell you what, that Harris, that kid's kind of a stud, man. The lefty for the Roadrunners. Yeah, um, if they can get their defense to make a couple of stops, I mean, they should have beat Houston. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but they, the one thing you got to worry about them. I think now they've played uh, almost an entire half of extra football in the last two weeks with all the overtime they've played. They played overtime at Army. Yeah, they, yeah, they went into overtime at Army, one overtime, and they went into. I only saw overs. the score and that they covered. Yeah, so they went into four overtimes, I think, with Houston two weeks yeah. ago. Right. So they've had some extra time on the field. Oh well, I, yeah, it's a little worrying. Yeah. Okay. So there, there you go. We Texas are going. So we don't. Are we worried about Alabama? Against Louisiana Monroe having a drop off? <laughs> no. <laughs> got, got you with that one, right? Yeah. You you do know the joke of the week, right? What's that? Uh, why don't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because <laughs> the P is silent. That's it. There you go. Why why do I have so many people stepping on my joke? Yeah. I, I I was told in class yesterday that that, that joke was that was a, an oldie, and I said, "Well, it's about a pterodactyl, you know. It's about probably yeah. a million years old." So, <laughs> <laughs> which got more of a laugh than the busted joke did. But all right, so so pterodactyls. Um, what you, else? You I, I I struggled this week with picks. You got it. You got to talk about the let me, let me just say. Uh, I, I have, I, as you know, uh, your sister uh, listened to the podcast and b- did not say anything about pin clicking or anything else. She just said you were terrible at picking last week. And you've <laughs> got to do better. And I, and we went. She kind of went through some, and she had 
me picking the wrong side or the game wrong uh, several times, including the opener, which I said Southern Miss would cover, and they did. And she said, they got beat bad. I said, well, they're getting 26 and a half points. And, you know, famous John line, right, John? Right. Right. I was not win. picking them to win. I was only picking them to cover. So, right. uh, yeah. so I, I've been told to do better, John. So I'm, I, I'm, here, I'm here to do better. Uh, I also quoted to her last night one of the many uh, betting podcasts I listened to, the NFL expert better. The guy says, well, what are your tips for, for uh, you know, people who just get in the NFL betting? And he, of course, quips right off the bat, don't. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the guy says, well, but really. And he says, well, you got to realize if you're getting in the NFL betting, you're up against people who do it for a living, who watch tape, who have sources, who study, you know, get all the numbers and the stats and everything. If you get 40% right, you're doing well against people who are doing it professionally. So I, I guess I got three out of five last week. I felt like that was pretty good. And, you know, I was over 500 in Yahoo. So, and I know you did better than I did again in Yahoo last week. So I, I, I'm, I don't feel the least bit embarrassed yet. No, yeah. Like I said in, in our group text, I'll take 19 every week. I mean, because it's usually traditional. I'll, I'll drop a seven or eight in there. So if I can keep it in the high teens, low, uh, I'll be pretty happy. Yeah. Well, and I can't believe. Uh, I, I, I thought they. I thought they were. Uh, I thought they were limited to twenty-five games, but we we've been picking like thirty-two games. And, uh, oh, thirty-one this week. I I see. Uh, and that's a that's a bunch of games to be picking. And uh, you can't know much about all of them, right? Yeah, and a lot of them I thought were kind of dumb. Like there's when they're like four or five no-line games. I mean, it's like, what's the right. even point of picking those? I mean, uh, like Missouri, me... Abilene, Christian was a no-line game. Okay, yeah, I, I, see, I, see, I see four no-line games, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, unless, unless the team that, uh, you think's going to win the uh, no line game. So anyway, we can kill a lot of time doing that. And I thought we were keeping this short, but okay. Well, you, you got some best picks in college. What, what did you look at in Yahoo and say, Oh, that's a no brainer. Uh, the first one was Texas and UTSA. I think that that's a, that's an easy cover. Okay. All right. Uh, I fully expect Texas to have a major letdown. I, I'm looking for the game. So, oh, it's it's an eight o'clock game, so you're you're all you're way down to the night game. So, okay, so you you've got Utsa, and I like Utsa too, but uh, that's okay. I uh, you you went with one. I'll go I'll go with the ones I put in the pigskin. I decided, by the way, last night late that I was just going put my initial reaction in and live with it. So uh, I cannot believe, and I'm trying to look here, uh, the Michigan state line stunned me uh, that it's uh, three and a half, uh, that they are underdogs. I know it's at Washington. Uh, Michigan state is ranked number 11 in the country. Washington is not. 
you know, it's not the Washington team that went to the playoff however many years ago. Uh, they're kind of rebuilding with a first-year coach. Uh, I know in the summer this line was Michigan State giving seven. So in two weeks, uh, somebody has uh, decided that Washington's a lot better. There's been a 10-point shift, and Michigan State hasn't lost a game, so I'm not sure how that happened. But, uh, yeah, I like Michigan State getting three and a half on the left coast in a 7.30 game. Yeah, ABC or CBS has it at three, so you'll like that even better. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I like the I like no. Michigan the Sparties to cover. No, why would I like three better? Because, oh, that's right. Yeah. Never right. mind. Never mind. All right. Um, my game to pick is um, there is no way Iowa is going to beat anybody by, 20, <laughs> by 24 points. <laughs> okay. They've scored one touchdown in two games, and they think they're going to beat Nevada by 24 uh, I heard I heard some people talk about this game and this line, and they said kind of what you just said, and then paused and said, "But if you've watched Nevada tape, you don't know how terrible they are, and they have a terrible defense." So, uh, Petra says a point five QB rating. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm not I'm not telling you it's a bad pick, but I'm just telling you I heard people who thought that there was a reason why the line was 23. So, all right, back, back, back at you. Don't hate me for this. Uh, I like Western Kentucky. Oh yeah. I picked that as well. Uh, uh, they were getting six and a half. I don't know what it is right now, but when I, when I, I put it in, so I don't still six and a half. Is it still six and a half? Okay. I can't get the thing to scroll for me. Okay. Uh, so I did, you know, I did a little research because I looked at it and I was like, oh, maybe that's not. Uh, by what power rating I have, uh, Western Kentucky should be giving points or at least be a pick em game. And they're, uh, they're getting a bunch of points. So, yeah. Uh, I I don't I guess it's just a matter of who's got the deep pockets to bump the line up uh, is is why the line is what it is but it does not match up with anybody's power ratings for the two teams and and if if I hadn't said it out loud for you listening at home uh, they are playing IU at IU no are they yep. at Western Kentucky this year no, they're they're at IU they're at IU. And last year, what happened? Was it maybe a good game last year? Yeah, I think we lost. Uh, yeah, okay, right. So it is not, yeah, is not a good, uh, yeah. So that was that was my second one. Uh, it just, I, I knew to look at it, and I looked at the power ratings, and it, it does not. The line does not match the power ratings, uh, nor does it in the Michigan State game. Uh, by the way. Michigan State should be a seven-point favorite. Uh, so those two look pretty safe based on the numbers. You got a third? Yeah, I, I kind of really want to pick the Gamecocks at plus 24 and a half. 
against the Bulldogs at home. Ooh. Do you? Okay. That's a big number. It's a big number. Well, we keep saying that, and then they, and then then these teams crush. Of course, I I was right about the Texas game last week. I'll point mm-hmm. out, but uh, yeah, but you know, uh, Georgia's looked really good, and uh, yeah, I, I, Arkansas more than covered against South Carolina last week in what I thought was a big number. Well, yeah, they oh. they beat them. Arkansas beat them last week. Right. Well, Arkansas was given seven. I think mm-hmm. they beat them by ten. So I'm not sure how strong South Carolina is. So uh, there you go. But uh, okay, I, I I understand that. All right. Uh, my my third pick. Uh, I'll just put this out there just just to be be that guy. I'm going to take Nebraska and the points this week <laughs> uh, against uh, uh, Oklahoma. It is a noon game, and I'm going to be not watching, so I'll make it easier. The line started the week at 13 and a half and has worked its way down to 11. I wish to God it was still 13 and a half, but what, what does one do, right, John? Yeah, um, I will, I will, I'll point out, and I, I think this was wrong, but this is the way it was, John. Earlier in the summer, I listened to people who said this line is Nebraska my, uh, plus three. You should, you, you should jump on that if you're an Oklahoma fan. And now we got up to 13 and a half. So if you, if you bought a ticket with Oklahoma giving only three, you'd feel pretty good right now, don't you think, John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I think uh, uh, I've seen, you know, I, I've, I've, I've done some research into Nebraska because of all the talk. Supposedly, they have a good roster of players. They just have not played for shit. And, of course, they seem to be snake bitten in the Scott Frost era. So uh, 11's a pretty significant number on the road at a hard place to play. And I'm not sure I believe in OU either as a monster team. Uh, uh, they did not exactly kill Kent State last week, who is a, a pretty mediocre MAC team. So I'll take the 11 and ride with Nebraska. And next week we can talk about Steve better than to take Nebraska. You 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 have friends who are Nebraska fans who tell you to never bet on Nebraska in football, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm just gonna go there just for the fun of it. And I want to listen to my wife laugh out loud when she hears this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I I think you're crazy taking that line. Matter of fact I would I would I would I'm on the opposite side of that fence i'll take uh ou to cover okay so in fair disclosure that was not my third pick in pigskin mania good my my third pick in big skin mania i have no idea well i do because i listened to some guys talk about this game that i know nothing about so i took buffalo and 14 at coastal carolina okay so there you go there's your there's your, uh, you know, uh, Josh did it for us last week with Memphis and Navy, right? And yeah. So there, there's my, 
my variation of the you don't know jack shit about this game except some tip from someplace and uh uh buffalo buffalo is uh i know they opened with maryland uh they are a modestly you know they're 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 not a great mac team but coastal carolina is like 105th in team defense so yeah i i think they're going to give up a bundle and covering 14 uh, this isn't the Shanna Clear team of how many years ago? Two, three years ago when they were like undefeated down to the end. Uh, yeah, it's not that team. So Buffalo getting 14. What so do you now, thinking? John, now you... we get to the big stuff. Unless oh, you want to. Yeah. I was just going to talk about the Purdue Syracuse line that was even a day ago, and now it's Syracuse minus one and a half. Uh, well, it's funny. Yahoo right now I'm looking at it, has it at, at Pick'em. It was up to – I thought it was up to two and a half Syracuse. And, I okay, I thank you for – you know, I was not going to say anything. I am going to be at the game. I have seats in the third row up from the field, and I've never been there for a game. I've been there for graduation, but uh, – so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, kind of do new stadium. I kind of like the Penn State game. I might bite through all my fingernails because it might, it looks like it's going to be a tight game. But again, I did the research and the power ratings say Purdue should win this game on a neutral field by over a touchdown. Well, I'll just make sure that all listeners know that they definitely need to pick Syracuse because if you're going to be at the game, then we know that. Purdue won't win. That is, you know, I saw them beat the holy poo out of Connecticut last year, live and in person. Connecticut, <laughs> did, Connecticut did not score. So, uh, and, and I and I wanted I want because you think I am a jinx. I maybe I was, but I was there on Saturday night two weeks ago at the White Sox game where Dylan Cease went eight and two-thirds innings of a no-hitter, and the White Sox won 13 to nothing. So I, I mocked you, and you're mocking me. So, <laughs> But I, I understand. Uh, I, more to the point, I, I, I actually tweeted uh, the Bear trying to get him to give me some stats on this. In the Jeff Brom era, my impression is Purdue as a short, favorite or underdog I think has lost every damn game I I just feel like it's a field goal either way they don't win those games uh they they've been known to beat teams that they've been 10 point 14 point uh underdogs to Mm -hmm. but uh and and maybe just particularly on the road so I'm really worried about this game uh I don't know how good Syracuse really is. They won two weeks ago against uh, Louisville and what everybody thought was an upset. So that kind of says they might be decent. But, uh, yeah, it it is an interesting game. Uh, If you're kind of watching power, you know, football, uh, you know, cross uh, league, uh, just to get a feel for how good teams and leagues might be. It, it's something of an indicator. And uh, I, I do know that Aiden O'Connell, the Purdue quarterback, has to play better than he played against Penn State. Yeah, 
Agreed. Right. So thank you for bringing that up and uh, boiler up and uh, fingers crossed. And uh, I, I will tell you if you don't already understand this, I have a ticket on Purdue's over this year. And I think I desperately need them to win this game for them to hit the over. I would say this would be one that you would must have. Uh, especially when the over seven and a half. Uh, yeah, there aren't a lot of wins in the next nine games to get over seven and a half. So, right. Okay. So, great game. So, John, um, have you seen anybody this week? Have I seen anyone? Right. Uh, therapist, uh, your doctor. <laughs> No, 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 no. You you've just been self-medicating, or you're you're over it, or what are you doing? Tell us here. Yeah, I'm over it. I mean, what the heck? It, it doesn't. Why should I be surprised? It, I guess the only good thing is, is I got disappointed like really early in the season instead of having hopes for you know, weeks, and then getting my heart pounded, stepped on, and squashed. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so uh, I, 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 I've heard all kinds of stuff, and I'm sure you know more than I do about Dak's injury, and they didn't put him on the IR for weird reasons, and uh, there's all that stuff. But Dak is hurt, and there's clearly a drop-off. There was discussion this week whether there was a four-point drop-off from him to Rush, isn't that his name, the backup? Yes, yeah. Cooper, Cooper Rush. I'm going to call him Carson, but Cooper Rush. Uh, and, and I would think the answer is yes. There's clearly at least a four-point drop-off, but people talking about the line thought it, yeah, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, like, and and I heard, I heard uh, you know, a whole half-hour breakdown of the, uh, the NFC East race and what to do uh, and – whether the Eagles were prohibitive favorites or not now. And you know, I think everybody's answer was yes and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, like you said, one, one week out of the gate and the Cowboys, who's clearly, even if he wasn't injured, uh, raised a lot of questions Sunday night. But with Dak injured, it really ain't pretty, is it? Yeah. I mean, they looked – their defense looked amazing. Um you know, if you would have told me that we held the Bucks to under 20 points, I would have guaranteed that we won a game. For us not to even score a touchdown, kick one field goal, the only team in the NFL last week to not score a touchdown, and you can't really blame that on Dak's injury because his injury came in middle of the fourth quarter, so or late in the fourth quarter even. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like uh, he got hurt in the first play of the game and we had to bring out the scrubs right away. Um mm-hmm. Uh, our left guard got hurt. That doesn't help. That seemed like a pretty significant injury to Connor McGovern. Um, I thought Steel or uh, the rookie did a really good job on as a left tackle, but our freaking right tackle was a train wreck, and he had been doing pretty good. But he, of course, in classic cowboy fashion, we get tons of penalties that kill drives and. It was it was a very frustrating game to say the least. But our defense, our, I thought our defense looked really good. 
Uh, okay. Uh, uh, you, you can you can take that as hope, and and you're a big underdog at home. Uh, okay, I, I I just choked. Is it up to ten? Um, it is still seven. Seven. Okay, seven, and it'll be interesting to see how much it climbs this week. And it is interesting. Not that we want to spend forever on this, but. Uh, yeah, Jerry has, seems to have different ideas about how this is going to work out than other people. So, yeah, he thinks he's going to be back in four weeks. Uh, others say it could be eight weeks. I have, so I have no idea what to think of anything. Um, well, he, he didn't go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo, so um, he didn't. He didn't go get anything, right? So that. I don't know what exactly that tells you, but, you know, one of those things the experts that I listen to say, a, a big part of being a good organization is self-scouting and understanding your people and what you have. And uh, everybody I heard uh, talking about this said, well, if they really think this is the year they're going to be good, he should be out getting a guy who can start. Uh, instead of Cooper Rush, the next however many weeks, and yeah. uh, but they said Jerry probably thinks Cooper Rush is good enough because that's kind of uh, Jerry's. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, he did win a game against uh, the uh, Vikings last year, so I guess that's good. But um, you know, we're at the Giants next week, home against the. Washington football team in two weeks at the Rams in three weeks. So uh, if Dak does really only miss four games, I would say there's a chance we can win two of these games. But you could also be 0 and 5. Could also be 0 and 5. And, and, and you know, I, I would have to dig out the toast meme. Yeah. So, yeah, we would be. Especially if we lose to the Giants and the Commanders, and then have the Eagles and lose to them on um, Week Six or whatever, that would be trouble. Right. Being zero and three in the division. Okay, so uh, let, we can talk about the Bengals for a second. I watched. No, I was watching Red Zone. It just was on Red Zone a lot. Uh, they, they five turnovers, John. Yeah, that's a lot of turnovers. In the NFL, I is. Do you ever win with five turnovers? I guess. Uh, I think the only team, uh, the Cowboys lost to a team that had five turnovers once. Okay. We, it, we, it, matter of fact, it was a season opener last year. I think we turned over um, the Bucks five times. Maybe it was only four. Right. But that's, yeah, well, that, that is the big stat coming out of Pittsburgh beating them is first. That's a lot of turnovers, and it's not really Joe Burrow-like. And on the flip side, you don't know what to make of the Steelers because you know they're not going to get five turnovers this week. Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so the Bengals come in uh, having not won the game uh, and come on the road to Dallas and yet are seven-point favorites, which is a little bit of a head-scratch. But as I said, nobody thought the Cowboys looked very good on uh, Sunday night. So, on the other hand, I didn't think the Bengals looked very good Sunday afternoon. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Bengals uh, have to win this game because somebody in their division is probably going to be 2-0. and uh, And 
maybe more than one team in their divisions will be two and zero. You don't want to get too far behind. So, right, uh, right. So, uh, what do you got for your best picks? What's your what are your locks in the NFL this week? Okay, well, your head. I like. Yeah, go ahead. I like the Detroit Lions giving only one to the Washington football team at home. Hmm. I thought the Lions looked good last week. Um, kind of a tough loss. They played the Niners really well. But, uh, yeah, they, I like They played the Eagles. Oh, uh, yeah, they played the Eagles really well. Well. For most of the game. Uh, they gave up a lot of points. They do give up some points. And that's that's kind of the question. Is their defense going to make enough stops to – and of course, you're playing the Commanders and not the uh, uh, the Eagles. Uh, I think the Eagles' offense is better than the. Yep. Uh, and of course, my new nickname is the Kimonos. Uh, I, I I look forward to seeing how the Kimonos do on the road after winning a game that was a lot of fun, but you don't you weren't real clear that the teams are very good playing in it uh, as they beat the Jaguars, right? Yeah. Right. And Wentz looked fairly good for Carson Wentz. So that's good. Detroit, interesting game. Detroit with a slim, what, are they given one, did you say? Yeah, given one at home. At home, okay. So my my opener, my, my lock bet of the week, heaven forgive me here, is I'm putting all my eggs in a Buffalo basket. I'm taking the Bills, giving 10 to uh, Tennessee in Buffalo Monday night in the double Monday night game, which I don't understand. But I was told I don't know anybody. I'll have to look it up someplace. I got some smart ass. I got some smart ass uh, here at Google for you uh, as to why they're playing, but. Yeah, I, uh, I've heard lots of breakdowns and, and that Buffalo really didn't look that great on Thursday night if you broke blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's their home opener. Uh, the Titans did not look good. Uh, Henry, who I think is kind of the litmus test, the uh, you know barometer of that team, I heard that his, you know, he was getting hit like, Point two yards uh, across the line of scrimmage, and he was, you know, getting not very many yards after contact. So he did not look like the Henry of old, and uh, their defense did not look very good because they can't hold down the Giants at home. So I'll, I'll take the Bills, given ten. It's a big number, but I, I think, yeah, I think they're worthy of it. Yeah, to say that they didn't look good in week one with a 31-10 drumming of the defending Super Bowl champs in their stadium, I think is kind of crazy. Well, you know, I listen to these guys who I, – I, they have stats I don't understand, John, and it's like they not only have that – I just rolled off a couple stats like, you know, how far down the field was, you know, you know and the line was blah, 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 good. I know the one I heard about the Bills – uh, first and second down efficiency wasn't good, but they had like the most efficient third down and long offense uh, of the first week, which, as somebody pointed out, is probably not sustainable. 
Yeah. But, but you know, still, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, you can break anything down and make a stat work for it, right? Uh, I thought they looked great. Uh, they played a far better team on the road in game one than they're playing. And, and Buffalo is a big deal. I'm sure opening game there in that stadium in town, I'm sure they'll be pumped. I, I can't imagine they'll be flat. And no, that's just think they're, I think they're a long way the better team. So, Yeah, the Bills Mafia will be in full force for sure. Right. Okay. Got another game? Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Steelers as a lock against the, I think, a not very good at all Patriots team. Okay. Um, they're, and New England's giving two, so I'm taking the our loved, our beloved home dog. Um, so the Steelers are getting two points against a Patriots team that looked like poo in week one. Right. Uh, home, home dog. It's one of those mystery lines. Well, again, Steelers got five turnovers the first week to win. Uh, I'm not sure everybody believes in much of anything they're doing. Uh, and so, uh, and Mitch Trubisky, uh, I, I heard a breakdown that the uh, Patriots didn't really look as bad as the score indicated that, you know, one of the scores was a pick six. So that's always, you know, it tilts tilts the board quite a bit, but yeah, uh, good. I, I I looked at that game. It's one of my top five. I think I picked it for whatever I picked five games for in the NFL, and uh, yeah, uh, I agree with you. I, I I think it's a stinky line. I mean, the only thing that is going to hurt the I think the the TJ Watt. Um, right, might be a factor that him being out, but uh, still, I can't believe you know probably defensive player of the year favorite being out won't be a bit of a bother. But I, I don't know what you're hanging your hat on on the Patriots side to say that they're going to do X, Y, and Z that, that may, means they're going to win this game. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what unit you think they have that's good enough to make them favorites on the road here. So. I don't either. I mean, they're, I mean, Mac Jones looked awful. He was, you know, he completed, he only had 213 yards, he averaged seven yards of completion, had one touchdown, one interception, had a QB at a rating of 87.2, which is, I think, pretty, pretty abysmal. Uh, didn't really have a good rushing game. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm, I think this this line just is. I'm confused, and I guess come Sunday afternoon, I'll be eating crow probably more than likely, but we'll see. Okay. So the other game I went with was the Panthers uh, on the road getting two and a half, and I say that even as I choke. Are they playing the Giants? Yeah. Right. So. Uh, the Giants ended up winning. I don't think they're good. I think Baker Mayfield and the Panthers uh, played a really tight, competitive game. I think they look like they might be a middle-of-the-roadish NFL team this year, and I don't think the Giants are, so I like getting the two-and-a-half points. Uh, I, it, 
you know, I would, I'm not going to bother look up power ratings. I would hope the Panthers have a little stronger power rating. So that's, that's my second pick of the week. So, yeah, I thought the, uh, um, Panthers looked pretty decent uh, and the Giants kind of won one on a, I mean, they, one of those plays where if they coach goes for it for two goes for the win, if they don't get it. You know, he gets trashed for an entire week. They get it. Now it was the genius decision as well. Yeah. Well, I, I know I heard the, the dumbass analysis was this. He shouldn't have gone for it because there was a minute five left. And by, by going for it and making it, it meant that the Titans were going to try hard to score and not get, since there wasn't going to be an overtime. But it, it, so that it means they're going to be going for it on fourth down, gives them an extra down, et cetera. And I'm like, do people really think that way? I mean, really? You don't think I, if I get the two-point conversion for a minute and five, I can, my team can hold them? That's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, no, let's tie it up and play for extra time because that sounds like a good idea. Right. And in the NFL I, heard, I, heard several, I heard several reports that what's his, is his name? Drable. The yeah. coach went to the deep some guys on defense and said, this is what I'm going to do when we score. Are you all right with that? And they were like, yeah, go for it, coach. It's like, yeah, you're on the defense and you've been out there the whole damn game. I don't know how hot it was or anything, but I mean, you got to be tired. And so the guy's saying, I'm going to win it and get us off the field at the end of this, or you want to play 15 more minutes, see how it works out. I know how I'm voting. Right. Time, right? I'll give it a, I'll give it a little extra for a minute and 10 seconds to keep them from getting the field goal or not. You know, but, uh, you know, going playing for a tie in an overtime seems like a lot of work for nothing. So I don't understand all this bullshit analysis about he should have kicked because they were going to do it. Right. No, you're on the road. You go, you try and win. the You know, take the lead and, you know, hope your defense is good enough and or their offense sucks enough that they can't. Uh, and which turned out to be true. You can't get a field goal. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so but the better one, I do not know what happened Monday night. Uh, and and somebody said he should just come out and say, I made a mistake and uh, I'll do better next time or something like that. Instead of acting like that was a quality decision. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, did you did you watch the game? Uh, no, but I heard a play by play. I actually saw. Uh, replay. I, I actually saw a replay of the Mannings Peyton, covering oh, like, with, with Peyton pounding his hand for timeout in yeah. the last because they had. Did they have they all had, three timeouts? They had all three. They had all three. And it was fourth and the problem was it was fourth and five, and clearly he was not sure they were going to make it on fourth and five. Which you know, good Does that matter. Right, you're not kicking a sixty-four yard field goal. No, and the odds have to be minuscule. And I actually, I heard somebody pull the numbers out of their ass, you know, because there's always somebody. I think it was like 15% to make the field goal and 42% to make it on fourth and five. So the, uh, the, 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 
whatever, you know, uh, the stats said you should go for it, right? There's a lot better odds. And then you've got three timeouts. You're at least five yards closer for the field goal you're going to have to try, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was just, that was just boneheaded. I think uh, – I'm kind of surprised. I mean, Russell Wilson is a veteran quarterback. Yeah. You don't have to wait on your coach to tell you to call a timeout. Why didn't he call the timeout? I mean, you want to you can blame the coach all you want, but be a leader, dude. Call the timeout. Call the timeout and walk over and tell him we're getting this. And fuck, yeah. fuck whatever you're thinking. We're getting this yeah. five yards and we're going to win this fucking game, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't – I mean, I think, you know, you can blame – I agree because the coach needs to be, you know, on top of that too. But Russell's been in the league for, what, nine years now? Yeah. I mean, he can make that call. You call the timeout there. So that's just my opinion. Uh, it, it's on both of them. It's not just on the coach. Yeah, well, time time management at the end of games, you know, make, makes guys uh, famous and great, and other guys uh, get to go be coordinators someplace, right? <laughs> yep. Right. So, well, it, that's the difference. And I heard somebody, and maybe it was Mad Dog, talk about this, that they do this all the time with coordinators. They never think about, can the guy actually handle the whole, the whole thing, including game management? Even if you're calling plays, you're not the one making these kinds of decisions when you're calling plays, right? Mm-hmm, right. And you gotta have you gotta have somebody who really understands how to handle that sort of thing. And it makes a big difference in the NFL because it's a very marginal league. So yeah. So is yeah. that is that all our picks? You got anything else that you're hot on? I think that does it. I'd like to pick the Colts, but <laughs> but I Definitely have nothing to to uh, have any faith in that. Uh, so so remind me who who are the Colts playing? They're a three and a half point favorite um, on the road at Jacksonville. Oh, ow, yeah. Why would you want to? Why would you want to pick the Colts? Do you have a death wish or something? Yeah, yeah. That's probably one of those that you just stay away from. Yeah, I think I think our our guest last week told us you don't have to bet every game, right? So, yeah, it's true. Kind of like the the Bucks Saints game. That I think that's an interesting line too. Bucks are minus two and a half on the road at New Orleans. Yeah, I think the uh, what you might get out of the first week is the Bucks are the better team, but uh, on, uh, division game on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, they seem to have the secret sauce on Tom Brady. So, uh, yeah, I, I really want, would want to take the bucks, but I, 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 I'm not going to waste any money on that. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. So, so John, uh, now that we're at a point where nobody will listen, there is a heck of a pennant race going on in the NL East. Yeah. The baseball is, uh, is pretty entertaining. Yeah, well, sort of. But, I, I mean, they are they are absolutely neck and neck, and they play three more games. So uh, this will be fun because the team that ends up not winning the division, uh, you know, has to put up with the new three-game series thing against somebody who might give them a hard time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, at this point, I think it's the Phillies. Uh, but uh, 
Uh, so this will be fun. And uh, it, since you and I both love the Mets, I know how we'll be rooting. So, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, your, your Braves have come alive again. And uh, I, you know, if they played in the World Series again, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, they've they've looked pretty good here of late. Um, yeah, they've been hotter than fire, man. So for since like the first of June. So, uh, you know, early in the year, I thought the Mets were running away with it. But here we are. Yeah. And then, of course, Aaron Judge is going to. OK, it's easy. I'll just do the easy thing I've heard. Aaron Judge is going to break the American League record for home runs in a year. So that's exciting. And uh, he seems that what it is. What's that? It's the American League record. That, that is without getting into shit. Yes, the American League record is clearly 61. Okay. It's the National League that's full of people on steroids who hit more home runs. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, yeah, people kind of stayed away from getting into that too much, but uh, it is it is kind of a, a thing, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the, the guys who, who went past uh, Maris's record uh, all – all are not in the Hall of Fame for PDE, PED use. So, uh, yeah, but so he's having a heck of a year, boy. So, yeah, he's it's pretty impressive. I well, and I keep hearing, why do they keep pitching to him? I don't get it. You know, the other night there was nobody on, you know, late in the game. Well, they threw him something he could hit, and boom, it's way out of here, right? It's like, yeah. why are you throwing? You know, why are you even giving him a chance? Just walk him like they did Bonds that year, one hundred and twenty times or whatever. He yeah, called. it was a bunch. He's, he's got he's got nobody having any kind of a year hitting around him. So, uh, you know, they can't keep Stanton healthy, and you know he's back, and you only see sparks of anything there, and so. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But anyway, good for, good on him having a big, big monster year. I, I really kind of hope he breaks the record because I don't remember Maris doing it. I kind of vaguely remember, but I was pretty young. So it's been a long time. Yeah, I definitely don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you at home. John John was negative fifteen years old. When yeah, Roger Maris. Yeah, <laughs> I think we ought to stop. I think we ought to call it. A, I think that's a winner right there. That's the one you want to stop on. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably. I wasn't born yet. Uh, was uh, or, or, no, it was. I don't remember that. Right? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. No. Okay. Well, it's been fun. Uh, some some quality stuff this weekend. We look forward, and of course, always with the NFL. After overreact first week, we'll see mm-hmm. how we do. If we if our overreactions were right or wrong, and we'll be trying to hone in, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be. You know, the I know you're in a survivor. You know, survivors, you just got to get through these first couple, two, three weeks of craziness yeah. in the NFL. Okay. okay. I hope my wife doesn't listen this far, but what did you just say? The survivor. Wait, go go back. How did you start that? You're in a survivor? No, I'm not. Oh, you're not in survivor this year? 
Um, not anymore. <laughs> so you're out already first week. Uh, oh, that's right. You picked um, I, you picked the Colts, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yes. Um, yeah. I and 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 I I saw um, you know more than half people missed the first week. Yeah, I saw a guy was telling me that in his survivor they lost forty nine out of uh, sixty people in the first week. Right. It was there were there were some games that really were killers. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure that the Titans had a lot of action on them too. Oh yeah, Bengals probably. Oh yeah. So so yeah, there were several games uh, that uh, were upsets uh, of the kind that uh, turned. Uh, yeah, yeah, bury your chances in Survivor. So no, I'm not in Survivor, John. So we don't have to talk about that. Anymore, That's good. It's no, it's, no, no, it's not, John. But it's uh, hard to talk about. No, no, it's you know I've had some good year. You know, last year I cash, so you know, yeah, last year I donate, and you know, I I understand that when you pick the Colts, you, you're not first week, you're not sure they're going to win. It's a good win if they do because you don't think you're ever going to use them again. Yep. But uh, it, yeah. That, that's that's kind of that's why they call it gambling, right? Right. Right. Colt, Colts, Niners, probably some Bengals. I know that was right. a good Niners, one. That's right. Nine, Niners were another big one, right? Yeah. No, I, I saw I saw the list. There were like of the top six picks of people. Four of them lost. So there were there were big. Yeah. There there was a lot of clean out the first week. Yeah, probably probably Broncos too. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, come to yeah, because they were like a touchdown favorite too. Yeah, and and again, a team you don't know you're going to use again. Yep. Right. So, all right. Well, thank you for that to finish up. It's not half as funny as I don't remember. Yeah. Roger Maris, but uh, yeah, we, we we will we will try to push on. And now I have to go medicate. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, John. Talk to you next week. Have fun this weekend. Yep, you too, bro. Have a good one. Got the club championship this weekend, by the way. Oh, do you? Yep. All right. Well, I'll ask you next week how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. How you did? Two two rounds from the back tees, probably uh, not not great, but we'll see. Well, that's what you get for having your handicap low enough that you're playing from the back tees, bro. Fair point. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck. All right. All right, bro. Make them all. Bye. Bye.